0: I think meditation is an important practice
1: i didn't think it was very helpful
0: i end up falling asleep today on spot on we are talking about why you should meditate your way through college and beyond take a deep breath and let's ease into it this is spot on a healthy wellness podcast for college students soon-to-be college students or anyone that knows a college student. Spot on breaks through the latest health and wellness information hijacked from media headlines to provide you with accurate and usable information that is, well, spot on, spot on to meet your needs. I am your host, Dr. Joan Salji Blake. I am a nutrition professor at Boston University and the author of the college textbook called Nutrition in You, which is used in colleges across the United States and abroad. Today's spot on episode is, you know, meditation. Why you should meditate your way through college and beyond. Let's go back to the streets and see what students have to say.
2: I feel like meditation has become, like, a really, like, popular thing that people are doing. I have noticed how less stressed I've been since I've started meditating.
1: I didn't think it was very helpful.
2: I find it really hard to work meditation into my regular life. Um, I'm not sure if I was doing it correctly at the time. I've been using the Calm app for like a
1: year and a half. It helps with my anxiety.
2: I use this app that you would do it for like 10 minutes and it would guide you through it. Every
1: time I try to do meditation, I end up falling asleep.
2: I can't say I've really felt profound effects from doing it. If I'm
1: tired at all, I will just fall asleep. I find myself like 20 minutes later, um, like and then I'm awake again.
0: You know, student life can be so stressful. And we know that, you know, there are wonderful ways to release stress. We talked in another episode about exercising. But we also have so much research about meditation. So I wanted to um, invite some real people that meditate and experts on that to talk about this and how um, it could help students during their college years. And I just want to tell you... um, I I wanted to set the mood for this um, episode on meditating your way through college and beyond. So I brought in candles in the podcast studio. Uh, No, they're not lit, so I'm not gonna burn down the studio. The battery operated, but I thought it would give some, you know, feeling of comfort and calming, because goodness gracious knows I need calming. I've tried to meditate in the past, and I need it, but I can't do it, and I'm here to learn. So I have two guests today, which I'm really excited about. The first one is Dr. Ilana Leach, and she is a PhD and a licensed clinical psychologist And she has a small private practice and also provides individual and group, university-based type of psychotherapy and meditation. So welcome, um, Dr. Leach, to the program. Thank you so much. Great. We also have a a student, uh, Molly uh, Pelletier. She is a student that meditates, and we're going to hear her story in a moment. Thank you for coming, Molly. I'm excited
1: to be here.
0: Great. I'm glad to have you. All right, so let's go to the good doctor here. So, uh, you give group like psychotherapy and meditation, you know, um, sessions on, on campus. Tell me a little about that. Sounds exciting. Yeah,
2: it's a great opportunity to help students, um, and it's a meditation workshop slash group. And so, people can come one. It's a cycle of about four sessions, but mm-hmm. people can come one, two, three, four. Some students have come the entire semester. Um, and each time they come, they learn two to three different meditation strategies. So they learn about the benefits of meditation as well as specific ways in which to meditate.
0: See, that's great because this way you can lead them and help them to do it correctly. And this is this is a, a problem that I, I've had in trying to do this. I've tried to do it on my own. And, and you know something? I'm not a good teacher of this. <laughs> and so, again, having a group and having other people around you, I bet, is very, very bonding and supporting. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah and then we encourage them to practice in between the group sessions and to come back and report kind of how it's going and it's not uncommon for us to get a variety of feedback about to the I c- couldn't do it, or I didn't have time to do it. Too, it's been extremely helpful to me.
0: So just like we were, like, the students on the street, the mm-hmm. same, you know, range of where it really works, or I can't do this. So you get in that um, I- in class, and that's great. And can can students keep coming and you know uh, re-enrolling?
2: Yeah, so they can show up. One time they could show up multiple times. They can show up for m- multiple cycles. Um, and some people just find it helpful to have the designated time to be able to meditate and to have it be guided through.
0: Right. Have you, have you seen that Like over the last couple of years that like a lot more students are you know, looking for meditation?
2: It's one of the most popular groups on the campus. No <laughs> kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, w- I th- would wow. think a sports group would have been the most popular, mm-hmm. but isn't that good for you? Good for you. That's called job security for you. <laughs> yeah. And so, Molly, you are a student and you um, meditate, and you're also a yoga instructor, aren't yes, you? So, yes. So, tell me, when did you get involved in this?
1: So, um, yes, yeah, so it's been kind of a long road. I started um, doing yoga when I was 14 wow. um, in high 14? school. 14? Yes. And oh my goodness. Um, I got into meditation a little bit later. I got certified to teach yoga while I was in high school. Um, my senior year and that was um, like a huge game changer. I just got like deeper into the practice and then I found kind of like the pot of gold of yoga, I think, or really is meditation. And um, it's something that I've integrated into my life and it's just kind of my way of setting the tone for the day, refocusing um, and just being more present throughout my day. So yeah, so now I teach uh, meditation
0: workshops. Was there a reason why you went and meditated, or did yoga, like, is, is it just, were you, were you stressed?
1: Yeah, so um, stress is definitely something that I was struggling with in high school, um, kind of just like family transition, stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was something, my mat was a really awesome place for me to go to and just find some peace and have this practice to come back to. Um, and then teaching was also another way to really, like, share my passion for Right. Meditation and yoga.
0: Well, that's really astute of you at age fourteen, my dear, to go and, <laughs> and 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 really, you know, venture out and do this and 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 reach out because it appears like you might have had some stress in your life. And you said, you know something, I'm going to go a healthy way to release that stress. And you know that this podcast is not only for college students, but for those who are soon to be college students. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really great for them to hear is in high school, which is what their their age is, that you went out and you did this and it helped Mm -hmm. you through high school and it helped you, I guess, through college?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a practice I've continued. And um, I always tell, like, busy college students, like, just starting small, you know, like, even five minutes a day can be so helpful to re- for reducing stress and just, like, finding more focus throughout the day and connecting to what you're thinking, what you're feeling and stuff like that for college students especially. I think it's super important.
0: That's great. I'm looking at her, and you can't see her, but I can see her, and she looks very calm, okay? I just <laughs> want to tell you that, all right. So let's go back to the good doctor here. Um, what are some of the benefits of, of meditation, especially for college students or young people?
2: So the main benefits are around improving emotional and physical well-being. It helps reduce stress, anxiety, um, It actually helps to decrease the stress hormones in the body and decrease symptoms of depression to allow for a more neutral and positive outlook. It can help improve self-awareness, concentration, sleep, um, pain even, and it can decrease blood pressure and help improve our ability to make decisions based on our own kind of internal intuition or internal wisdom.
0: Wow. That's a lot of good benefits for one little practice. That's unbelievable. So stress is, you know, uh, a lot of students have a lot of stress on college, um, and it it can weigh heavy. It can weigh heavy in their backpacks, mental heavy.
2: Right, and I think one of the other benefits of meditation is that it can help improve academic performance, which is something Mm -hmm, that's important to college students or high school students.
0: So tell me a little bit about the stress. You said something about hormones. That is interesting. So when people are stressed, hormones are released. And that mm-hmm. can make them more nervous, more anxious, increase their blood pressure. So so it, it has like this calming effect to calm down those stressor hormones?
2: Yeah, because I, when we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, it's usually about something from the past or the future. And meditation really guides us to kind of focus on the present moment without judgment, and so it really helps kind of lower our whole body's kind of nervous energy.
0: Sure, sure. And Molly, do you find that? that, I mean, when you first started, you said it was a stressful event that you did this, and did you like physically feel that this calmed, calmed you down
1: yeah absolutely um it's it's totally great for decreasing cortisol and i noticed in my own life um just a, a definite decrease in stress and just like this sense of well-being like being connected to my day and my connections that i was having um And, yeah, so it's definitely helped me through a difficult time. I'm super grateful to have found the practice.
0: So cortisol is one of those hormones that when Mm -hmm. it goes up, it's that fight or flight where it can get you all Mm wound up, so it helps you reduce the level of cortisol in your body. Wow, that's really great. So you said, uh, the good doctor here, is that it it, it helps with um, focusing. So Mm -hmm. that's really interesting. So that, tell me how it does that, because that's like if, if students could focus more in class, they would probably learn more. Right. So with meditation, it's the practice of
2: over and over again bringing your attention back to the present moment. And so meditation is really the act of just that. Um, And it takes a lot of practice um, before you're able to kind of really reap the benefits of it. It's one of those, it's like if you were going to go run a marathon, you wouldn't start by running the marathon. You would build up over time to being able to do the marathon. the true benefits of meditation come with a lot of practice, and like Molly was saying, it take you know they say like ten minutes a day for about three months or ninety days. At the end of that time, you can kind of significantly see a difference. Um, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way if that's feeling too right. overwhelming or too much of a time commitment. Like you were saying, Molly, like doing it even two minutes a day can be helpful. It Can be
0: helpful, beneficial for you. You had said that um, it helps with sleep. And so and we all know that when you don't get enough sleep, mm-hmm. I mean your next day is that's and an, you know, you're full of anxiety and it's really hard for you to focus and do your schoolwork and listen in, in class. So how does it help you with sleep?
2: Well, it can be really helpful with sleep, particularly if people decide to practice the meditation before falling asleep. So a lot of people say that one of their difficulties with sleep is that their mind is racing before it's time to go to bed because they've been busy, busy, busy all day long, and they finally slow down to to go to bed, and then their mind keeps going. And so meditation is about um practicing slowing down kind of your mind, noticing the thoughts that are coming up and bringing your attention back onto your breath or whatever kind of thing is the point of your meditation. So it could be like a safe place in your mind or a pretty nature scene or something that you're focusing on.
0: Great, great, great. So Molly, um, how long should you meditate for?
1: I mean, it's really up to the individual. I mean, some people have a difficult time sitting. I think that can be a huge factor when you're beginning. Um, so doing a couple stretches to begin with is always, like, helpful to find a more comfortable seat. And once you find that seat, um, I mean, starting with even two, three, four minutes and working your way up is a good way to start. Um, I've heard, like, the goal could be 20 minutes a day. Um, But it's really, it's up to to the individual, because some people can find that zone, like, very quick, and other people, it might take a couple more minutes.
0: You know, uh, that's funny that you should said, you know, two, three minutes is going to be fine, because I remember I tried doing this several times. I'm telling you, you know, this is my true confessions here. I tried doing this several times, and I remember uh, meditating, and I said, oh, gosh, that's four minutes. And I look at my watch. It was not even forty-five seconds. I mean, like, because I, I can't <laughs> sit still, and and so, so what what do, can you do to to help sit still? Should you listen to music, or what what should you do?
1: Right. So, um, I think having a point of focus that is changing can be really helpful. Because if you're just kind of sitting there and like focusing on the breath, that doesn't always work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, having a point of focus that changes, whether you're listening to a guided meditation, apps like. Um, Calm, Headspace, Insight Timer is my favorite. Um, Those apps have guided meditations that can help you kind of find a point of focus. Um, But it could be your breath up and down the spine. It could be kind of a sense of light moving through the nostrils or up and down the spine. So it's I think having, like, a point of focus that's moving can help people stay still.
0: Right. That's good because I have to remember that. If having a something to focus on would be good. My battery candle, maybe, that, that you can take it and focus <laughs> on. Because when I was doing this, what I ended up doing was – during the meditation, was focusing on everything I had to do after the meditation. It was like a checkoff list. Of like course. I have to go food shop, and I have to. I'm like, this is not working. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to focus and stay in the moment. And I obviously wasn't focused, so I'm going to have to try the candle. Um, doctor, where where can you meditate? Where do you tell me? Tell me.
2: So this one is- of the great things about meditation is you can pretty much do it anywhere, anytime. Mm. So you can do it while you're sitting on the train or the bus you can do it while you're walking from A to B or to class and so that was one of the things I was thinking about is that meditation doesn't just have to take place sitting down in a seat you can do a walking meditation um, and there are other meditations that actually are meant to help like improve energy and so Mm -hmm. they sort of can help wake you up as opposed to kind of helping to calm or like we were talking about to help with sleep, but there are other ones that kind of help to kind of wake you up more. Um, and the walking meditation is really helpful because it, like Molly, you were saying, it's actually about mo- paying attention to a movement, and so it's about noticing those different sensations that are happening in your feet, and so that can be a point. Of focus as well. That can be helpful because it change it's changing a little bit with each step that somebody is taking.
0: So that actually might be a good one for people that are very busy that can't sit mm-hmm. to do sort of like a, a walking one. You know, when I was doing some research on this, this is, this is really funny. But I was um, I had all my research about meditation, trying to read up on, it, and I was on a plane um, going to Kentucky uh, to visit my uh, nephew, and it's it's a small plane, right? Yeah, you know, it's a little, you know. And so because of that, you can really get you know, turbulence and you can really feel mm-hmm. it. And I remember reading something. It was just like 20 minutes before this happened. I read something that to focus, some, one, one person on meditation said, put an X on, the, on a piece of paper and just focus on it. So here comes the turbulence. The X goes on the table, right? And I'm telling you, this was bad turbulence, mm-hmm. right? And so what happened was the piece of paper I'm not kidding, you shifted, and I looked at the X, and it started to look like a cross, and I, and I started praying. I'm like, okay, I need to get out of here. And, you know, that, that must have been a <laughs> message. So I was like bargaining with God. Please let me off this, and, <laughs> and I prayer promise. I can i be prom- a I prom- form of meditation. Good. I promise I'll meditate. Good. Prayer can be a form. Okay, I need yeah. to do this. This would be perfect. So how can prayer be a uh, form of meditation?
2: Well, you're, when somebody's praying, they're generally focused on the prayer and sort of connecting to higher power or, or, you know, God or whatever that they're praying to, Um, but I think it can be a form of meditation as well.
0: Oh, that's very, very interesting. So people could do that. You know, on campus, there's often chapels or places of religious worship where people could, could, the students could go in a quiet space Mm -hmm. and say prayers, whatever prayer they want to say and to focus and to calm down. (laughs) Where else, Molly, I mean, you're a college student, but so where else on on college campus can you um, meditate?
1: Anywhere where you feel comfortable, I think, is the key. As long as you feel comfortable, then you can meditate there. Like, so um, I would say maybe, a ch- like a, like you said, a chapel would be a great place, mm. like mm. a corner in the library. Mm. Or my suggestion is to make, if you have the space in your college dorm, to just make kind of like a little corner that has your seat so it could be like um, a meditation bolster maybe a candle some intention cards or a journal and just have that be like your space to go and have your practice because if you make the space you'll see it in your room to be like okay yeah that's what I do first thing when I wake up that's sort of my routine as I, I wake up brush my teeth and I just go do my quick meditation and it sets the intention for the day and it becomes your routine and when you make it a habit then it's kind of like a non-negotiable and it can really make an impact.
0: That's interesting that you you said you have a specified space. Mm-hmm. In other words, this that's what that space is for, and you don't use that for anything else. So that becomes almost when you see it, does it must give like a calming feeling to you.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like my little sacred space. And it doesn't have to be big. I mean, I have a small apartment, right. and I did it when I was in a college dorm. I had a really small room. Yes,
0: a tiny. Yeah,
1: and... Um, you know, it's just kind of like the place that you go and you have your your practice and that you can come back to and and find some quiet time space for yourself.
0: That's great. That's great. Just um, a clarification here. If I love the idea of, you know, doing it in a dorm room. I love the idea of a candle, but please can you do the battery operated <laughs> candles in the dorm room? We don't of want we don't <laughs> want issues. Okay, so let's make sure we do that. That's great. So, in your group meditation, is there music you have in the background or
2: We've tried with music, but we also do it without music Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay too. Sometimes the music can be more distracting for the guided meditation. Sometimes it's helpful for people. It's really just a personal preference.
0: Right. Because I often hear that soft music or water running, like if you have like a waterfall, you hear mm-hmm. like uh, uh, a falling or the river. And I even know like if I have the time to go to the ocean in the summer, that, that whole water going back and forth, I find to be very, very soothing. So... And, and Molly, do you want to?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, my sort of issue lately is that really loud construction has been happening oh every day. Just like right outside. I, I can make eye contact with the construction guys. Okay. Um, so the so, stress
0: level has gone up in yeah, your life. Yeah, a okay. little bit. Right yep. when
1: I wake up. Yep. Um, and so meditation, it doesn't have to be completely quiet for mm. sure. Because I mean, n- most of us don't get that complete silence, uh, especially if you live in a city. But um, my thing, um, as of late, has been using earplugs when I meditate. Oh. Um, and that's kind of nice because you can hear the flow of your own breath a little bit more intensely. So that's a tip also if you have a loud environment.
0: Right. Breathing is, is a big thing here, right, when meditation, in meditation. So how do, you, how do you breathe to calm yourself down, Doctor?
2: I mean, the biggest way is to kind of Almost do reverse breathing than I think most of us hmm. typically do um, and the, the goal of it is really to increase the amount of oxygen that's going into your body um, and so it's called belly breathing and basically it's like the reverse of what you kind of do when you're not thinking about your breath is that how you would explain, yeah, explain
1: it yeah absolutely like breathing when people say um, take a deep breath like as if you were if you were kind of having an anxiety attack or something mm-hmm. like that Um it's really take a like a lower breath, like you're trying to breathe lower into the lower portion of your lungs and expand the belly, and there's all sorts of physiological things happening there. Like, um, um, so you're getting a
0: really word? good deep, deep yeah, breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, I would think that that's uh, like uh, slowing you down because you have to think about that, and the, and it's, that breath is taking more time.
1: Yeah, well, you're using the full portion of the lungs, right. and like when you breathe lower in the body, you're stimulating. The cauda equine complex, so in stimulating the parasympathetic nerve response, Mm -hmm. the rest and digest response. So there's so many things happening in your body. Like she said, all those benefits. um, Physiologically, really, it's a powerful practice. Wow. Well, and I think when we're feeling stressed, we tend to just breathe in our chest as opposed to
2: kind of Mm -hmm. down further down in our bodies. Right,
0: because that's the anxiety. You're just breathing heavily. Mm-hmm. and it, Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's terrible. Anxiety uh, and stress is, is just terrible. And I, I can remember when I was in graduate school. I mean, you know, it, you, got, you were so tired because you're not sleeping because you're overworked and you got so many projects going on that I can remember being so stressed that if someone would have said to me, do you want an apple or a banana? I mean, that decision would have overwhelmed me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, like either either one of them would have been a bad choice, right? Really? Hello. It's fruit. But it's really gets to the point where you get yourself really, really worked up about that. Now you have a group but if you don't have a group, uh, or, or a student doesn't have a group to go to on campus, um, can can they go to like YouTube and see how to do it? There's, you know, what do you, what do you think, Molly?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of resources out there on meditation. I think it's growing more and more. Um, my best suggestion are just the apps. I mean, it's right on your phone. You can use it whenever you want. Um, and it's something I think you can definitely start like with or without a group. Um, and, yeah, there's tons of resources.
0: Right. The um, I, I did a little bit of homework to find some apps, and you had mentioned some mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning of this episode here. And I'm telling you, I guess the number one app c- is called Calm. I think you might have mentioned mm-hmm. this. It's the number one app uh, for health and fitness. It's unbelievable. And when I went to look at it, I actually downloaded it on, on my smartphone. But I looked at it. It has over 285,000 ratings not downloads ratings Wow. so you can uh, you can imagine how many downloads it must have so you said you've used Tom
1: yeah yeah it's great I mean you can there's different genres of meditation almost you can choose ones for focus ones for gratitude um, different areas so it's really accessible
0: Great, great. And you had said something about you liked Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us about that. Yeah, app.
1: that's the one I use. So um, I like it because it has just like a plain timer, and it has bells that you can um, customize if you want it to signal like every 10 minutes or every five minutes. Um, but you can choose however long you want the timer to go off, um, and that way you just have kind of a destination. You're not just sitting there waiting till till you get bored or can't do it mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but it also has some great guided meditations that I use.
0: Okay, and so can you pick the mm-hmm. guided? I mean, there must be a, a variety. of Yeah, there. there's
1: tons of them. There's tons from like, from really also um, well-known meditation teachers. That's one of my favorites. And then also um, the Oprah and Deepak Chopra um, meditations. Tell me about this. Oprah's meditating. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. So they do these 21 day um, sort of journey meditations. um, And you can download the app. Those um, do cost money. Insight Timer is free. Um, but oh, well,
0: that's good. Insight time is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, with, for college students, that's good. Yeah, yeah,
1: so I would definitely go for that one because Calm and Headspace, I believe you have to pay for Headspace. Okay. Calm, you definitely have to pay for. Um, but um, in the Oprah and Deepak ones also are a fee, but those are great if you just kind of want like a – a little bit more in depth, 21-day um, meditation.
0: Right, right. This must be one of Oprah's favorite things that she hands out is her meditations, huh? It gets <laughs> everybody. Yeah.
1: The other one, the other app that gets really
2: helpful, that's also free, is called Kuru. It's K O R U, and it was actually developed um, at Duke University for college students. Um, no and kidding. so it has also timers that you can. It can either be like a silent meditation with a timer. Or they can be guided meditations, um, and they kind of walk you through a series of, um, however many weeks to practice, and it's all very like la- nicely laid out and user friendly.
0: Wow! So if it was that that was that's interesting. So if it was designed for college students, are they talking to them how stressful student uh, can be during college, or are they using that?
2: I mean, I think it's more just about kind of these types of meditations that college students tend to find maybe easier to do. Um, and what I one of the things I really like about that app in particular is they, at the end of it, you can kind of do like a brief um, check-in about how your meditation practice went. And there's also a section to acknowledge a couple of points of gratitude, which I think is something that you mentioned molly which i think is so important and one of the things that we do when we're stressed is we focus on the stress and Mm -hmm. so we tend to forget about the things that are going well in our life or we're feeling grateful for and so spending a moment or two to just acknowledge one or two things that you feel grateful for that day is really important
0: that's very very interesting because you're right all we focus on is things we've done wrong or are not going our way and when you really step back, there's so much more gratitude, more good things going on in, in your life. And this is just a hiccup, this whatever's stressing you out. And it can be fixed. And so to remind yourself of all the good things that are coming in your life, that, I like that. I like that a lot.
2: And it gives yourself more balance of sort of what's going on in your
1: life in a day-to-day, moment-to-moment way.
0: Sure, sure. Now, you said something about headspace. Mm-hmm. What is Headspace.
1: Headspace is an app that kind of eases your way into meditation. Um, I haven't used it a ton because I think it's it's kind of like the idea of starting small, and it kind of guides you up into a practice. That's my belief. Um, but it's a really helpful tool if you're starting out.
0: Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link to all these apps on the um, Spot On Facebook page, mm-hmm. as well as um, uh, links to our guests here, so that you know your listeners can you know go to the website. I'm sorry, go to the Facebook page, and and find these apps they really um sound terrific and it sounds like there's a wide variety of them so that you can find one um that um fits your needs so to summarize uh you know any guiding moments or or anything else you want to say about meditation doctor
2: i guess to summarize that meditation can be really helpful both emotionally and physically you can do it anywhere anytime for any amount of time that will be beneficial to you
0: And with that said, because any amount of time, so Molly has agreed to give us a short, like under 45 seconds, relaxation meditation. So here we go. We're in the studio, and the listeners are just walking around or doing their laundry or whatever. (laughs) And so why don't you walk us through that, Molly, so we can relax us.
1: So find a comfortable seat with your feet firmly on the ground, rest your hands on your thighs, maybe palms down, slight tuck of the chin towards the chest just so the back of the neck feels long, and just softly close the eyes, relax the shoulders, relax the face, and start to notice the rhythm of your breath in this moment. Checking in with your body and your mind. And just focusing on the subtle flow of the breath in and out through the nose. Breathing deep into the low belly and then up into the chest. And let the breath fall down. Beginning that belly breath. Breathing with the lower portion of the lungs. Expanding the belly on the inhale, letting the breath rise up into the chest, and then falling back down.
0: I think I'm falling asleep. (laughs) Okay, okay, I have to end this. Speaking about gratitude, um, I want to thank you both for coming, the good doctor here and Molly, because I I think that. we're onto something here with meditation. Obviously, if you have all these apps and people are doing it, they're finding a really healthy way to um, uh, deal with anxiety or stress. And obviously, you can't start too early because here you are at 14 doing this and how it has helped you through, you know, your high school, your college, and beyond. So I would love college students to think about this if they haven't started the meditation to get some support about this because um, it's something you can use now in college and use it beyond. So thank you again both for coming.
1: Thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you for listening to Spot On. I am your host, Dr. Joan Salji Blake. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Joan Salgi Blake. Please subscribe to Spot On through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you find your podcasts. Also, visit our Facebook page to join the conversation and tell us what you'd like to hear in future episodes. And oh, by the way, could you ask five of your friends or family members to download Spot On and subscribe to it? Do I ask a lot from you?